Hello and welcome to the first episode of this podcast, In the Car with Bark. This is just kind of like my uh, my place to rant a little bit, my place to get out some frustrations. And yes, this podcast is going to be done in my car as I'm driving to work. Don't fret. Do not fret. I have one hand on the wheel and uh, my drive to work is all highway. And I just got a handheld mic in my, uh, you know, mounted here. It's mounted. I've got full use of all my extremities. It's all, it's all fine. So I'm basically talking to myself here, but recording it for you. So in the car with Bark, that's what this is all about. I don't even know if I'm going to do entry music. I don't think it needs it. I don't think enough people are going to listen and give a shit about what I'm talking about for me to even have to mess with all that. So I think we'll just, uh, we'll just leave it as is me talking into the mic while I'm driving to work. That, uh, first episode here is going to be an old man rant. And listen, if you are not as old as I am, do not make fun because you will be, you 100% will be. I swear to God, it felt like just a year or two ago, I was in my twenties and all of a sudden I turned 42 in approximately three months. So, you know, I, I wasn't even sure if I'd make it to 42. Don't know why I even say that. I just always had a fear of dying or accidents or this or that. So I'm not much of a risk taker these days. I used to be a, a BMX guy that would take risks and do whatever it took to get a little bit of a thrill. But once your knees start aching and your ankles are like, you know, please fucking stop dude you you stop you know you slow down at least i did but that brings me to something like being 40 41 now we'll just well call myself 41 usually i just say 40 because after this what's the difference what's the point you know but people like rumble strips rumble rumble people are harder to handle and i know that if you're out there listening to this and your late 30s early 40s or beyond you understand what i'm talking about people society and it, and it really does it's kind of funny because you end up going in this direction no matter how hard you try not to like when you're you know in your teens and 20s you look at people in their 30s and 40s and and you're like you know why are they such assholes and it's not so much that they're assholes. You figure out in life that your time is limited. Once you get to middle age, you know your time is limited. You know that shit is about to go down and not in a good way. But anyways, here's just some examples from my life. So I have, or had, I guess I can say had, I had an absolute shit ton of friends. And I, and I think most of us can say that when we're young, we have a lot of friends. We mingle with a lot of people. You get involved in a lot of circles. And I had some circles I had, uh, growing up, I had Chad and Dan and me, Chad and Dan would do anything like anything. Like these two motherfuckers showed up at my house, my parents' house. (laughs) I was 20. And, uh, I, I had already moved in and out a few times. I I'd moved out when I was 16 with a girlfriend. I moved out at 18 with, uh, my buddy Steve, which turned into my buddy Brian. And, you know, I moved out and then I go broke and then I move in and then, you know, roommates that don't always last that kind of thing. 
but Chad and Dan were like my constant from the time I was like 17 to eh, probably 21. So we had a really great four year run and that's, that's a good, that's a good run as far as like, you know, being friends, late teens, early twenties before you inevitably have a baby or get settled down with a girl or a guy or whatever, you know, it's, it's a good run. And these two, (laughs) these two guys showed up at my house. Now, mind you, I have a Ford Thunderbird with blown gaskets, so I'm not driving that at the moment. But these two guys show up at my house, and uh, their their cars are packed to the gills with their shit. And I'm like, what's up? And they said, uh, you know, let's go to the bank. Get every dime you've got. We're moving to Vegas. Now, we had talked about this a little bit because there was a couple guys that we knew living in Vegas. We're from Ohio, by the way. And... They, uh, they offered us a place to stay till we got on our feet. I'm not going to go into this whole story. This is just a little preface of turning 40. So long story short, like I go grab my money. This is the kind of shit we did. I went and got all my money out of the bank, packed a, you know, basically essentials. Next thing I know, on a day where it was just a normal day, we are on our way to Las Vegas, Nevada to live, like moving to live. Imagine the shock, which my mom, she didn't really, wasn't that involved. So it wasn't the shock that your mother probably would have had. But my mom was still pretty shocked. Like, I'm moving to Las Vegas. <laughs> you know, there's a good chance I'm coming back. Obviously, I'm in Ohio right now. But it was it was one of those things, man. It's like one of those things that you, it's a good story. And I made good stories with those guys. And I made good stories with a, a bunch of guys that... Ended up being my circle of friends after that. Denny and Arms and Lambert and all the, you know, just guys, just folks, dudes. And that is all cool and good and well. Probably mid-20s, maybe pushing 30. But my God, when you get into that mid-30s range, your perspective on everything changes. Granted, I had had a child already at 21 my now 20-year-old son, Javid, he's the same age as when I moved to Las Vegas. Crazy because I feel right now, besides my knees when I walk upstairs, being achy, and it's winter, that has a, a part to play. But otherwise, I seriously feel like I'm in my late 20s. That's how I feel mentally, like late 20s. Maybe I should say 35 because of where this is going, but... I uh, I feel I don't feel like I'm middle aged, but yet I am, and that that's a scary thing. So anybody out there like, oh, I'm 28, I got plenty of time. Like, dude, ten ten years goes quick. Ten years goes quick when you're doing the adult circus of work, home, sleep, work, home, sleep. That shit goes by quick. So I one piece of advice I I like to give is like slow the fuck down slow the fuck down find something that enables you to slow the fuck down not a job that's just balls to the wall all the time your life will fly by quickly but slow down because once you hit 35 it for me I this isn't going to be the same for everyone but once you hit 35 the shit's over man it's pretty much over and you'll uh, you will just see your life flash before your eyes. But thirty-five, 
that's when I had a realization that I was wasting a lot of time, a lot of time on people. And I don't mean that to sound horrible. I was just wasting a lot of time catering to and trying to make happy the people. And that's not a good way to live your life. So if you are a people pleaser and you're currently doing everything to make someone else's life fulfilling or better or easier, I guess if you take joy in that, that's one thing. And I did for a while. Like I did, I was prideful that I knew so many people and that so many people liked me. They really liked me, but they don't really like they may like you because you're you're doing things for them but do they know you do they actually know you that's the thing you got to step back and just take a look at do they know you do they know you for real because not that many people know me for real and it took me a while to realize that but you hit that 35 mark you start realizing like man life is short i can't just keep doing things for the people I have to do things for me and I have to live this life for me. And that may sound selfish, but there's a caveat. Like you can still do kind things and good things for people on a basis of where, you know, you identify people in need and not just people that are quotation mark friends. And it's a lot more fulfilling to help a stranger, honestly. And then to walk away knowing you helped someone and you're not going to be repetitively giving your time to them. There's something magical about that. Now, being friends, I'd, uh, you know, feel free to chime in. Uh, I'd say the best place to chime in right now would be Podbean. You can make comments on Podbean. You can leave a review on iTunes. But I, I, I do want to hear from people because I just like... I like conversations. I like kind of study, studying social behavior without having a degree because I'll, I'll never have a degree for it. I, I don't have the patience. I don't have the time. But to, to just kind of study how humans behave, you'll, you'll quickly realize who's a real friend and who is not. And I don't say that in a derogatory way. I think friend is just a strong word. Friend is a strong thing like somebody actually has to fit with me to be a friend they can't just be a friend because oh well i like them that's an acquaintance i like acquaintances but true friends like i've got some my buddy arms is one of them he would do any absolutely anything for me if i called and needed help my cousin aaron's a good one he you know same thing call hey my water's water pipes busted he'd be right there that's a good friend someone who puts everything aside uh, that you don't take advantage of and they don't take advantage of you. But you get to this 3540 marker and I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'll tell you what now. Listen here, bud. It's uh, it's kind of crazy because uh, it, I, your filter goes away. My filter went away. I no longer have the ability to fake it or straight up lie to people or sugarcoat things and i've become that guy that get off my lawn guy you know if i don't like someone they are going to know it i'm not going to treat them badly 
but I'm not going to go out of my way to fake or sugarcoat my demeanor around them. I just can't. And actually, when you do that, that's when you get stuck with people that don't know how to take a hint and won't leave you alone. And man, today in 2023, this is January 25th, I think. But people these days where they where I, I get and here we go. I'm going to sound like an old fucking man where social media is our main for uh, not force our main means of interaction with people. We uh, we don't know how to interact with people when we don't know how to accept and take social cues. We're really bad at all that. And you'll get stuck with people if you're not straight up with them. You'll you'll just get people annoying you. And listen, it's your life. There's no time for that. You can't make everyone happy by just, oh, well, I guess he's my friend now because he won't leave me alone. No, fuck that. Fuck that. That's not the way it works, man. You choose your friends and they choose you. And it's hard because I, you know, I've, I've tried to make some friends lately. And some of those friends want to be scheduled. Like, let's hang out on this time every week. I can't do that. Like, I've got two young kids, one grown kid. One hot, amazing fucking wife and lots of things going on. I've got work. I've got a YouTube channel. I've got multiple YouTube channels, multiple podcasts, multiple side projects that, you know, make me happier than just an average random person who wants to take up my time. And that is, they say it, it's cliche, but it really is true. Your time is absolutely 1 million percent the most valuable Thing that you have fuck money fuck possessions those only uh, those only make you happy for a minute and again I'm talking cliche this is going to sound generic but I just just sharing life experience I've had nice cars I've had nice homes I've had nice things they never really had any sustainability in my happiness they were like quick rushes quick adrenaline rushes when you get that new item and I still do that. I'm not sitting here saying that I live without treating myself because sometimes you got to treat yourself. Treat yourself. But I, I still, I get, I love getting packages in the mail. Loud bridge. That's why it's louder now. Loud bridge. Loud bridge over. I treat myself. I love audio gear, obviously. So I treat myself to that shit. It shows up on my porch I get that quick adrenaline rush, but here's the thing. I don't keep it. I get it. I do a review with it on YouTube. I sell it nine times out of ten for profit. So there's a plan behind my materialistic, you know, adrenaline rushes. It's to make money. And uh, I I don't care about money. I'm just trying to be self-sufficient. I don't want to work for a company my whole life. That's where I'm driving right now is a company. A company full of people that I am nothing like because I live in Southern Ohio and it is Trump world down here. And I'm not going to get political on you in this episode. And I'm not a big fan of politics. I think most of it's just absolute garbage. It's the new reality show, but I'm not a Trumper and I'm in Trump land and people have much different morals and different ideals of how things are and how things should be. And I'm not that person. And I work with all these people and I don't have time to be their friend. I don't want to be their friend. They're not like me. They're nothing like me. You know, a lot of them are nice enough people. But again, there we go. 
choose wisely who you spend your time with. You know, you got to. That's just what you got to do to be happy. But man, seriously, for real, people are just really, really difficult. Really difficult to deal with. And I, uh, I don't deal with them. I just don't. I'm very blunt. I'm very honest. You know, I'll tell people, especially when people try to be windy and try to say something that could be said in a couple sentences and it takes them a fucking half hour. I will tell them, get straight, you know, get to the point. What's the, what's the meat and potatoes of this conversation? What are you trying to tell me that you're dancing around with all this gibberish bullshit? I don't go that harsh at them, but that's, that's how I spit it. You know, that's, you know, be, be direct, you know, tell me what you're trying to tell me so we can all move on. And some people love it. Some people hate it, but the ones who enjoy it and give you that direct answer and you build a relationship, my God, those are the best ones. You get two fucking get off my lawn people in the same, in the same click. That's magic right there. All right. So I'm at work. The way this podcast is going to work, I'm going to, you know, maybe drive up, drive home. When I feel like ranting, talking, preaching, I'm not very religious either, by the way. Um, I have faith, but organized religion, man-made, all that stuff. No thanks. We'll get into that, though. I'll see you next time.